0: Uh, may, now may the Lord continue to open your eyes of your understanding that there will be hidden like Praise God and that you will understand the kingdom, have a grasp of the kingdom and be conscious constantly of what, amen, God is saying through the kingdom, amen, concerning his people in this hour. We're going, we're going to another place, amen, uh, out of Mark 10, verse 35 through 45. Mark 10 verse 35 through 45, and Luke 9, verse 46 through 48, both in the New King James Version. Amen. Luke 9, 46 through 48. Praise God. And it's going to be connected to where we, a, uh, we were talking last week, amen, but not exactly. It's going to be connected, but not exactly the same thing. This week, amen, our subject matter is, amen, call to serve. Praise God, call to serve. Luke I mean, Mark 10 and beginning at verse 35, Mark 10 and 35 in the New King James Version is our reading. It says, then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him saying, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Glory to God. That's a lofty request. That's plenty of boldness. Amen. And he said to them, what do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, grant us that we might sit. One on your right hand and the other on the left in your glory. Amen. The other 10 are standing there hearing this selfish request. Amen. And, but, uh, and it caused friction. Look at verse 38. But Jesus said to them, you don't know what you ask. You don't know. You do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink? Amen. The cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. And they said to him, we are able. So Jesus said to them, yet yeah, you will indeed drink, the, amen, the cup that I drink. And with the baptism I'm baptized with, amen, we'll be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it is for those, amen, whom it is prepared. is not mine to give. Praise God! The Father has prepared this place. It's not my call, my responsibility. Glory to God. Verse forty-one. And when the ten heard it, heard it, they began to be greatly displeased with James and John. But Jesus called them a man to Himself and said to them, "You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord over them, and their Great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the son of man did not come to serve, to be served, but to serve. Amen. For even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life ransom for many. Glory to God. Luke 9, 48, 46 through 48. Then a dispute arose among them as to which one of them would be the greatest. And Jesus, perceiving the the thoughts of their heart, took a little child and set uh, him by him, set the child by him, And said to them, whosoever receives this child, this little child, in my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you, amen, will be great. Glory to God, amen. This is two separate incidences of disputing amongst the disciples in regard to greatness, amen. Two separate incidences, in regard to greatness, amen. And um, the issue is two kinds of worldly thoughts, amen. Number one, the worldly thought of their desire to be over, amen, the rest. And the other's worldly mindset about Pete, James, and John being over them. And both are thinking from a fleshly, worldly concept of what it means, amen, to be great. They're thinking from a fleshly, and this is all they have known. This is all they understand. And so and so the result of both uh, incidents uh, was dispute, praise God. So the worldly concept of what it means to be great will always cause division. I'm going to say that again. The worldly concept and worldly practices, I might want to add that, Amen. Of what it means to be great will always cause a dispute. It will, amen, be a source of division. Amen. That's the first thing that 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 is so obvious in the text that it caused division. But all dispute, you're taking notes. Write this down. All dispute is, amen, resolved in the presence of the Lord. All dispute is resolved in the presence of the Lord, amen. Jesus stepped right in the, in their little tiff that they're having amongst one another, amen. One asking for this selfishness in disregard to the other 10, these two are, amen. And they're standing there with indignation. They got attitude about who would be great, amen. Not kingdom-minded whatsoever. And Jesus is saying to them, you don't really know what you're asking. First of all, the concept of drinking the same cup is the same type uh, the cup and the same mentality that you see, hear later on in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus says, let this cup pass from me. It is a cup of suffering. It's a volunteer cup. It is a cup that I volunteered to suffer for the sake of the gospel. Can you drink of the cup that I'm about to drink from? That's the question. That's the that's the main thing. Can you suffer like I'm about to suffer? And according to the scripture, and according to history, amen, Peter, hey, praise God, was crucified upside down. And all of the disciples suffered some, uh, other than John, suffered some uh, horrendous death. But John was exiled on the Isle of Patmos, amen. So the cost, counting the cost, that's it. Glory to God. We're living with a generation who have the mentality, a worldly, fleshly mentality of what it is to serve. Amen. I mean, what it is to be great in the kingdom. And as a result, the church is full of division. The church is full of, amen, disputing because of worldly thinking in regard uh, to service and to being great. But Jesus says, amen, your worldly, your Gentile rulers, amen, they lord over them, they lord over the people, amen, and they exercise authority over them. They And that, and that word exercise authority means they are unruly over them. But he says to them, yet it shall not be so among you. Whosoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. Amen, and whoever desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. So the kingdom mind, the kingdom mindset, the Christ-like mindset of servitude is completely different than the worldly concept. So in him saying, you don't know what you ask, Amen. Is several points in that glory to God. Amen. You're thinking so worldly about what it means to be a man uh, great. You're amen. You're completely unaware of what greatness really is. Glory to God. You're completely unaware of what greatness is. Amen. Uh, a, a strong desire to serve with gladness amen, is a, is an obvious sign of spiritual maturity. When we develop a strong desire to serve like Christ served, amen, I should add that like Christ served, glory to God, is an obvious sign of spiritual maturity. Praise God, that proper type of servitude, amen. Division arose over that, and we're still dealing with division in regard, amen, amen to leadership because here's the thing, the mentality is wrong. The mentality is wrong. The mindset is wrong. Fasting in prayer brings us back into alignment with the mind of Christ, praise God, in regard to service. Fasting in prayer and the studying of the word, I should add that, brings the believer back in proper alignment Amen, with what Christ, amen, is telling us about service. Glory to God, amen. And we are anointed to serve one another. We are anointed We are anointed to be of service to each other. Last week, we talked about, amen, importations, and we talked about service as well on last week. And the issue is we have been anointed to serve one another. Our fasting and prayer time should not only be for yourself, and for your own shortcomings. Amen. Fasting and prayer should extend from the inside out, as it's said in the book of Acts, from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria to the utmost parts of the world. In other words, amen, from the inside out. we The need for maturity is absolutely, um, uh, I guess I want, I, I want to say it's, it's, it's so necessary because when you mature, the focus stop being primarily on yourself. For everything, Amen. And we think of others. We think of others. We serve others. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. In First Corinthians chapter three, verse one through eight, is very powerful, and we got to get that. First Corinthians chapter three, Amen. Verse one through eight, and he says that I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as carnal, as fleshly. Amen. Uh, glory to God as. Unto babes in Christ. That's what carnal means, babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food, for until now you are not able to receive it. Even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. Glory to God. And this is why he says you're carnal. For where there's envy and strife and divisions, look at that, among you, are you not carnal and behaving like Mere men. The disciples were in a carnal state of mind. Amen. A carnal state of mind that had to be corrected in the presence, amen, of Jesus so that that dispute then caused further division amongst the 12. Jesus could not leave this earth and, amen, and leave and the 12 have division. Man, that man, glory to God. Amen. So, The responsibility of unity falls on headship. The responsibility of unity falls on headship. Let me keep reading. Verse four. For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? See, that's a fleshly mindset. Amen. One says, I'm of Paul. The other, I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then, this is verse five, is Paul? Who is Apollos? but ministers through whom you believe. Ministers, and that word ministers translates servants. Glory to God. Minister through whom you believe as the Lord give to each one. Amen. Verse six, I, I, I plant Apollo's water, but God, amen, gave the increase. So then neither, he, neither who he who plants is anything nor he who waters but God who gives the increase. Glory to God. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. Each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. The one who plants, the one who waters, they are one. But the glory belongs to him because he's the only one that can cause increase. Amen. So this division and this disputing about which one I'm connected to, Paul, Apollos, amen, is is because of a fleshly mentality that has caused division in the body of Christ. Amen. All dispute is rectified in the presence of Christ. Amen. That's why we can never abandon collective intercession because it's in that time, that when Jesus called a solemn assembly, when we're called to him, amen, all dispute is satisfied in the presence of the Lord. I'm gonna say again, all dispute is satisfied in, praise God, the presence of the Lord. Amen. Uh, And so it's about a mentality. It's about a thought life. Glory to God. It's about a mentality. It's about a thought life. Amen. We're so narrow and sectarian in our thinking. Sometimes, even in that, from the top down is division based upon worldly concept, worldly thought, pattern. 1 Corinthians 9, I love this, 19 through 23. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 through 23 says, Though I am free of all men, I have made myself a servant. Amen to all. Glory to God. I got to read that again. Though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. Look at this. And to the Jews, I have become as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, amen, that I may win those who are under the law. To those all are without the law, as without the law, amen, not being without law towards God, but under the law, Amen. Uh, towards Christ, that I may win those who are without the law; to those who are weak, I become as weak, that I may win the weak. And I have become all things to all men, that I may glory to God. That I, that I that I might be all by by some means. Amen. Uh, that I might by all means save some. Glory to God. All things. To those in Jews in their nationality, to those that are under law in their religion, to those that are without a law in their Gentiles, to all, Paul says, "I become that I may win some." So, Amen. Whatever the situation calls for, all roads lead back to Christ. Amen. So I can, I, I have the, I have the kingdom thought pattern, the mindset concerning Christ that the Jew, Amen he eventually he's coming to Christ. Amen. To those that are religious and under the law, that road will lead to Christ. Those that are Gentiles without a law still to Christ. Amen. I've become all things to all men that I may win some. Glory to God. Amen. Now this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be partakers of it with you. Amen. So it says, I've become all things to all men. I'm 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 ready to serve that I made win some. And that's the goal, beloved. Huh? That's the ultimate goal is that, amen, we serve and that we learn to, to bring different uh, people, amen, into, into the gospel of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Amen. The other thing is the attitude, that's it, of the servant of Christ must be a one of joyous and amen and of gladness to serve the attitude in our service. Praise God. This is the key. Attitude. Fasting in prayer, amen, realigns and sharpens our attitude. When we spend this time of consecration and fasting in prayer, amen, it brings us back to joyful service, gladness in the Lord to serve. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. When we spend this time in fasting and prayer, it, 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 elevates again our joy level when we serve. Amen. Through time and, 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 and through service, praise God, sometimes we can become dull of that. But the time of fasting and prayer brings us back to that place where we're happy to serve. It's not a grudging. It's not something we feel like we got to do out of some obligations. The 100 number song says, make a joyful noise to the Lord all your lands. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, that he is God, and it it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are the sheep of, amen. We are his people, the sheep of his pastor. It says, enter to his gates with thanksgiving. And when you come into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations praise the name of the Lord we read verse we read the 100 number psalm so much and yet on Sunday morning or whenever we gather praise God amen we, we amen it's a, there's a tendency to not come and we enter in with Thanksgiving and we enter in we tell him thank you glory to God and give him praise for all that he's done when we come into his courts that's a requirement that's a requirement all worship is about preparation. It's about preparing as God has given us. All worship is about preparation. Glory to God. Fasting and prayer realigns us, resharpens us, rekindles us, Amen. So that we come into the presence of God with joy, Amen. Philippians the second chapter, verse seventeen through eighteen. We read this last week. I think it's good to keep, Amen, studying this thing for what God has taken us, Amen, in the body of Christ. Philippians 2 and 17, Paul says, Yes, if I am poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and on the service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Glory to God. If I am being poured out as a drink offering, that's that's a term that means a man he is serving unto death, a sacrifice, for the service of your faith, I'm glad. This is not I'm do- I'm not doing this grudgingly. I'm not doing this, amen, as a matter of some type of obligation. I'm not doing this because I, I have to. Glory to God. Amen. He says I'm I, I'm glad about it. I'm rejoicing. If my death caused you life, to God be the glory. Amen. To God be the glory. My God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen, and and, and 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 so as believers, amen. This time of fasting and prayer, amen, is designed to realign our emotions, realign our heart—I I should say, realign our thinking—in regard to the call to serve. We're called to this matter, and Christ has given Himself, amen, as the ultimate example of servitude. Christ has given Himself. The as ultimate example, the servitude, glory to God. And so our mind have to be right. Our heart has to be right when we serve. Fasting and prayer and study of the word, amen, will bring out of the believer these fleshly blockades, these fleshly blockages, glory to God, amen, that has us slowing down, praise God, in our service to the Lord. Amen, I don't have time. Oh, Lord, they're asking me to drive to the other side of town. I, oh, I just don't feel like that. Fasting and prayer, amen, uh, makes that attitude bubble up to where we have to confront it and deal with it. Amen, and purge ourselves. That's it. Purge ourselves of that broken worldly mentality. Purge ourselves from that worldly mentality and be glad to serve and rejoice that we have an opportunity to be a blessing. No, you can't, amen, meet all needs. But the ones that you do meet, you ought ought to be glad about it. Glory to God. Keep your mind, amen, in Christ, just in case it don't say thank you. Don't let it hurt your next assignment, amen. Don't carry over pain from one situation to the other. Paul says, I didn't carry my burdens that I received in Philippi to Thessalonica, amen, I still was bold when I got to Thessalonica, even though I received lashes at Philippi and was spitefully treated, glory to God, amen, hallelujah. Paul served, rebuked the demon, cast out demons, and as a result, a man was beaten and put in prison. Not all service will result in thank you. I'll say again, not all service will result Amen. And thank you. So if you're looking for a chariot ride in a parade, every time you serve, you're going to be sick and you're going to be sad-faced. I'll say it again. If you're looking for a chariot ride in a parade and roses be thrown and hand claps every time you serve, and every time God use you to be a blessing for someone else, you're going to be sad. Amen. And sorely disappointed. Colossians, the third chapter. Glory to God. It's starting at verse 16, and we'll read through verse 17. Colossians now, chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. Glory to God. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace, (laughs) glory in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, In word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever you do in word, amen, or indeed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Do as unto the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever it is, word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Do it as unto the Lord. Praise God. Amen. So that that way, just in case you don't get the proper thank you, just in case they don't give you the kind of appreciation that you yourself would give uh, to someone who went out of the way. Glory to God. Amen. (laughs) You know you've done it in the name of the Lord. You know you've done it as unto the Lord. Amen. You know you've done it with the right mindset. You know you've done it with the right motives. And I'll gladly do it again. Hallelujah. I would gladly do it again. The uh, Philippians, as it goes on in chapter two, said Epaphroditus almost died because of his service toward the church at Philippi. Paul said, but the Lord spared him and spared me sorrow. Glory to God. He almost died for, for, for serving. Amen. All we need to do is get a little headache Amen, give that, amen, some sinus pressure. And we sat down and quit. But this Epaphroditus got sick unto death because of his level of service to the, amen, the body of Christ. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Amen, love our love level. That's what we're praying for. That's what we're fasting for. Because when our love level increase, our service, amen, will be more refined and it will be more passionate. Say again, when our love level increase, our service will be more refined, and it'll be more passionate. Jesus asked Peter a question in his post-resurrection ministry. Amen. Jesus asked Peter, Amen. Do you love me? He said Lord, You know I love you. Amen. Will then feed my sheep. Amen. A little while again, he says, Peter, Do you love me? He said Lord, You know all things. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I cut for you. You know, I like you. Jesus, I need you to agape me he said, then tend the lambs. Then the third time he said, Peter, do you love me? Amen. All response to the questioning concerning love was to be at the indication of this love for Christ should be manifested in the people and how he served the people. Amen. How he shepherd the body of Christ. All glory to God. Thank you, Father. Amen. The result of, our, of his love for Christ should be seen in how, amen, he tend, amen, the flock of God. Amen. We say, amen, we say we love the Lord, we got to also love the brethren. Got to also love it, and it must be demonstrated. Christ demonstrated his love towards us and that he gave his life, amen. Fasting and prayer, it brings us back into alignment without the God-type passion, God-type service. Glory to God. God God-type passion, the God-type service that he requires of us. Because, see, we can get, uh, and I've been guilty of this, a worldly mindset of what it means to serve. Amen. Worldly-type mindset of what it means to serve. And whatever uh, example you use, after that, it makes no difference. It does not satisfy the royal requirement of Christ. Amen. A worldly mindset. Well, I got one service today. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Amen. That's not God. Amen. I I served them the last time and they didn't say thank you. So, amen. I give them a while to think about it. That's not God. It's this worldliness that we got to be purged out of. Fasting and prayer brings us into alignment as we draw near to God. He draws near to us. Amen. This last scripture I'm reading is out of 1 Peter chapter five, verse one through four. First Peter, chapter five, verse one through four. And this is to the elders. This is Peter to the elders. He said, amen, those elders who are among you, I exhort. <laughs> Glory, those elders that are among you, amen, I exhort. Amen, I'm calling that thing that's in you up out. I wanna encourage you in something. Amen, number one, I uh, I who am a fellow elder and witness of the suffering of Christ. Amen. And also <clears throat> partaker of the glory that we re- will, be re- will be revealed. He give this exhortation, shepherd the flock of God, which is among you. Amen. Serving as overseers. <clears throat> Amen. This is how you serve. Not by compulsion. <sniffs> Amen. But willingly, not being pushed, some type of compulsion, Amen. But willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, not as being lords, there it is, over those entrusted, amen, to you, but being an example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, he will, we will, amen, you will receive a crown of glory that will not fade away. I want to read that same scripture in the New Living Translation, the same part of that scripture in the New. Amen. Starting with verse two, it says, "Care for the flock of God, that the flock that God has entrusted to you." Amen. So you have to think shepherd-type mentality when you uh, when we deal with the concept of caring for the flock. What does that entail? There's an A, B, C, D, E, F, G in the caring of the flock. What does that mean, el- as elders, caring for the flock? amen, that God has entrusted in you. So we have, as stewards, it's required that we be found faithful. This is part of my intercession, amen, on a frequent basis. Watch over, watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you can get out of it, not for what we can get out of it, but because you're eager to serve God. There it is. Because you are eager to serve God. Amen. Do not lord over the people assigned to your care, but lead them, Amen, by your own, own good example. Don't, don't, don't be trying to, Amen, press them into something you're not doing yourself. Amen. Press them to do what you're not doing yourself. That's what it means to lord over them. I'm assigning you things to do. I'm assigning you for the days of fasting. I'm assigning you be on time and Amen, and not being the the example of what what is required. Oh, glory to God. It's called a hypocrite. It's called a hypocrite. It's showing it's a performance. Amen. Glory to God. Care for the flock of God that God has entrusted. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you can get out of it. Many have, many have left the church despondent, brokenhearted, amen, broke down because of this very verse. Not for what you can get out of it. Many have, many have, many, many have left upset, amen, amen, because they're not applying kingdom principles, amen, to the, amen, to the church of God. A labor is worthy of its hire. God knows what you have need of, but sometimes we run into people who have more than we have, and we want it out of season. We want it for all the wrong reasons. We want it for perception. We want amen to drive the best, do the best, all of that out. Out the gate, wanna work it for nothing. Amen. Just worldly, just worldly. Let's call that worldly pastoring, worldly overseeing, worldly apostolic work, worldly prophetic work, just worldly. Amen. Uh, Fleecing the flock out of season. Fleecing the flock, amen. More than we could be, than should be required. Oh Lord, help us, Father, in the name of Jesus. And no wonder the sheep of Amen are are eaten by the fox. No wonder they're trying to jump the fence. And no wonder they're going back to the world. And no wonder they're sickly. And no wonder they're not mature. Praise God, because the eldership, amen, are not aligned with the passion of Christ, with the requirements of eldership, amen. And that is, amen, to watch over, to care for the flock that's been, amen, given to us, amen, not out of, not, not, amen, uh, 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 grudgingly of what we can get out of it. And that's the key. That's the key right there. God knows what we have need of. You trust him, amen, Uh, for the things that we need. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. When you make ways for yourself, when we make ways for ourselves and take up all these legal offerings, no one of the body of Christ don't want to come back to necessary good training because in the end, they they feel robbed and violated. My God. Hallelujah. My time is up, but I want to exhort you in the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Take the time of fasting and prayer seriously that, amen, you may be able to serve others as the Lord requires. And when the Lord comes, his reward is in his hands. Amen. And that on that day of judgment, he can say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now, I'm going to make you ruler over many. Enter now into the joy of the Lord. There's elevation that comes out of proper servitude and multiplication. There's elevation. Glory to God. Let that be your own passion. Hallelujah. Let that be your own heartthrob. Glory to God. Let that, amen, be your own uh, particular uh, challenge. And that I do things, amen, as unto the Lord. That I have that passion in my heart. And I have that, Amen, focus in my eyesight. I just want to be well pleasing unto the Lord. That's it. That's it. Well pleasing unto the Lord, and that should spill over into my service for the people. Amen. I think this is a this is a lost discipline. His service and being and serving one and being glad about it. leaving with glad. I did. Amen. I served. Praise God. Amen. And they didn't give me no check and they didn't put me on the program. They didn't bring my name up. There's no plaque. There's no, amen, nothing to put on the roll. I just served and I was glad just to be there. Glad to be of service. Hallelujah. Fasting in prayer brings us back in alignment with what Christ requires for our servitude. When we first started reading, we was in Mark 10 and there was some dispute and division about the concept of service. There was some dispute but that resulted in the division. The 10 was displeased with James and John because they asked the, so such a selfish request. But in the presence of Christ, all dispute is resolved. Amen. It says now what the mindset you got about being a man of service is a worldly mindset. And how you thinking about the others ruling over you is worldly. Because what they what they're asking for really is the, to be the servant the servant of you all. Amen. And I'm the I'm the example. I'm the example for whosoever desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of man did not come to be served but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. That's the example, beloved, that we Amen, uh, should keep in our heart. Amen. That's the example which we are pointing towards and that is then the person and in the ministry of Jesus Christ, amen. Looking unto Jesus now, the author and the finisher of our faith. So as we enter into a season of fasting and a season of prayer, make your schedule out with others in mind. Spend time in for others that some would be delivered, some would be healed, some would be set free from addiction, some would just come back to Christ, some would grow in Christ, hallelujah. I didn't say not to pray for yourself, but look out for others as well. Look out for the needs of others as well, not just for yourself. According to Philippians, Amen. The, uh, the second chapter said, "Let nothing be done, Amen, through selfish ambition and conceit, but let lowliness of mind esteem others better than yourself." Amen. Look at look each of you not only to your own interests but also for the interests of others. That's the exhortation, beloved. That's the exhortation. So while you're making out your schedule, while you're preparing your mind for the time of fasting and prayer, amen, let's keep others, amen, in mind. Let's keep our spouse and our children in mind as we uh, uh, prepare for that time of consecration in the name of Jesus Christ. I exhort you in that. I exhort you, beloved, amen. Keep your mind, keep your eye on the prize in a proper way, in a God way, not a worldly way. The worldliness caused division. Who is Paul? And who is Apollos? Who is Bogus? Who is Jace? Except servants. One waters, plant, the other water. Amen. But God give the increase. The one that plant, the one that water, oh is the is one. they are, amen. They are one. They're the, are the same. They're brethren of the same from the same place. Amen. Different degrees of service, but they are one. Glory to God. Let us not divide over foolery and foolishness. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for all that you've done in us through the power of your spirit. I pray that it would manifest and remain from each one that's under the sound of my voice now and those that would hear it, this recorded in the later in latter days. Father, in the name of Jesus, and that when they hear it, let it be a freshness. I'll always be a freshness, and it'll always have passion, and it'll always have results. In the name of Jesus, that we will focus ourselves on serving the way Christ served. Focus ourselves on be, being what you require and not a worldly mindset, not a fleshly concept. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Father. We thank you, Father. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Fortify us with greater grace to do your will. Fortify us with a greater grace to do your blessed will. And, Father, you be glorified when you in, in all that we do. And men can see the good works and then give you glory. Men can see good works that's in us and then give you praise. You alone are worthy and we will not, we not you will not share your glory with none other. We bless you now and we thank you for what you're doing in us for us and what you're doing through us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. God bless you. My time is up. Certainly not my, <laughs> my subject matter. Glory to God, but I think you get the gist of what we're saying. Pressing that, Mindset pressing that thought pattern, amen. Keep your eye on the prize, keep your eyes on the prize. So just in case, amen, they don't say thank you. That in the way that you gave service, and you know it deserves a better, and you yourself would do better, but they haven't. Whatsoever you do, you do it as unto the Lord. And keep your amen, your mind in what the Lord has given you. God bless you, God keep you, amen.